This podcast is brought to you by DPM Financial Services. DPM is a specialist medical financial advice firm that aims to empower doctors of Australia to make the right financial decisions and achieve their financial goals. Welcome back to the PodMD studio, Deepa. In our last episode, we discussed the details and presentation of childbirth trauma. In this episode, we are delving into the treatment options. To get started, Deepa, can you describe the role that a GP plays and what other help is available for them in the community? So absolutely, uh, you know, the GP plays a pivotal role in identifying a, a woman who needs help. Um, so most of the women, um, you know, present with the psychological consequences and it's very highly likely that the GP is the first port of call. Um, this could be at that six-week check um, because every woman will have a six-week postnatal check, you know, that includes a baby check as well. Or it could be earlier, um, um, which gives the GP an opportunity to probe into the, you know, the problems the woman may be having. Um, now, if they do present with um, mental health symptoms, it's important to probe deeper into what could potentially be the cause, um, you know, for feeling that way and, and rule out, um, you know, a physical injury as a cause for her, their symptoms. But the most important thing is to acknowledge their concerns and actually validate their symptoms because we've heard many times that women go to see their health professional and often you know all their symptoms are dismissed as oh it's just normal for postpartum there's nothing we need to do and it's just a matter of time so you know make sure they're not severe or serious enough and it's not hugely affecting um, their quality of life and also provide them with the support um, you know that they need to receive to improve themselves. Um, now, who should they be referring to? Obviously, if it's severe enough, you know, you would want to consider a specialist referral. But um, within the community, um, there would be help accessible through a specialised pelvic floor physiotherapist. Um, so they are vital and important in recovery of the pelvic floor trauma. And what they can do is do a comprehensive assessment of the symptoms um, and do an examination and then suggest treatment strategies. Um, and often that is all that they require usually in their recovery process um, with the support as well. Um, the other professionals that um, you know you may be able to access in the community would be the community midwife. Um, so usually the women are followed up um, you know, for up to 10 days or four weeks, depending on um, where they're booked. And obviously that is um, another link back into the hospital services um, to get more support. Or the other person is a continence nurse who specializes in, um, you know, the incontinence side, um, who might be able to link in um, with other specialists and also uh, provide some supporting advice as well. Now, um, the importance of having a psychologist in the team, um, you know, um, is absolutely essential, especially if there is, um, if they are presenting with the mental health symptoms. So, so these are all professionals that are in the community that are accessible and will be able to help the woman. When is a specialist referral required? So if anyone is suffering from severe physical injury, um, so that could be, you know, the severe, moderate to severe symptoms with perhaps leakage or the prolapse or pain or whatever that might be, or 
or if that symptom is affecting, regardless of the severity, is it's, you know, it's affecting their quality of life and it's resulting in, um, you know, psychological trauma. That is when I would consider a referral to a specialist. Now, what this allows the woman is an opportunity to actually explore the events related to childbirth in the causation of the events. Now, most of the time, because trauma is not just the one experience, it's usually a series of experience and there's usually mismatch of expectations. It gives them an opportunity to discuss that as well and, you know, where things went different to plan. And it also gives them an opportunity to discuss their future plans of, you know, mode of delivery because how they have um, felt this time may help in actually modifying how you would address, um, you know, their second birth um, or the third birth uh, or whichever the birth has been traumatic. Um, Now, the specialist can be a urogynecologist like myself who specializes in pelvic floor problems or it can be a general gynecologist or obstetrician or a colorectal specialist, depending on the presenting symptom. Now, they would be able to um, assess the severity of the problem, um, perform the required examination, the diagnostic tests, as well as provide um, management. Um, they may consider supportive um, therapies uh, like um obviously linking with the allied health specialists and exercises, etc. But they can also um, insert devices like pessaries, um, consider medications like low-dose vaginal estrogen. Um, they can suggest um, massaging um, the scar, um, giving medications, injections, vaginal dilators, etc. So there is a series of things that they can consider in in helping these women but the most important thing again is to have everybody in involved in the care of the woman so you do want the gp um the physiotherapist the psychologist all to be in the team and have really clear communication in between so that we can help the woman feel better you know much quicker what is the prognosis of physical trauma is it likely to be a lifelong problem so the good news is that most of the time the chance of recovery is pretty good especially in the first 12 to 18 months, with just supportive therapy. Now, most of it is because, um, you know, of the reversal of the changes related to pregnancy itself and also um, the improvement of the level of the mum's estrogen once the baby has been weaned. Um, so that all of that helps and, you know, that's quite reassuring. However women do have to maintain a healthy lifestyle and avoid becoming overweight, constipated and continue to perform their pelvic floor exercises so that they can maintain the strength and the quality of the pelvic floor for as long as they can and minimise that risk of recurrence in future. And now most of the time it's quite common to see, you know, there is a, a big increase in numbers around the menopause when the level of estrogen again goes down um, in the body. But it's still amenable to, you know, all the other conservative therapies we've we've mentioned before. So it doesn't mean, you know, you always have to, um, you know, go for surgery as as the management choice. Um, About a fifth of patients who have pelvic floor problems for prolapse or incontinence eventually do end up having surgery. What other help is available for a woman who has sustained childbirth trauma? So luckily, there are many um, systems in place uh, that can be accessed easily online. 
um, especially if the woman is struggling to get um, you know, a GP appointment or really trying to come to terms with what's happening to them and not quite sure of what's going on. Um, so online, um, you can look for for when, forwhenhelpline.org.au. Um, this is a government-funded support for perinatal mental health services in Australia and are managed by health professionals. Um, there is also Panda, so that is also a support for perinatal mental health, um, and they would be able to listen to your symptoms and actually, you know, link you in with the with the right health professional that you then have to, you know, be seen by. So it, it's really good to be able to talk to someone over the phone, especially if, um, you know, a lot of um, this may be peer support as well um, of women who've gone through similar experience. So it's really useful to validate their own symptoms. And and also there are associations like the Australian Birth Trauma Association and Birth Talk, which are wonderful resources uh, with a wealth of information about childbirth trauma in itself, as well as for peer support. So I would recommend that, you know, women look online for these services and, you know, hopefully find some help. Thank you for your time here today in the Pod MD studio. To sum up for us, could you please identify the three key take-home messages from this podcast series on childbirth trauma? Yes, uh, thank you for that. Um, so I would, I would actually um, uh, summarise my take-home messages into three, uh, like you said. Um, so to the women who are going through childbirth trauma, I want them to go and seek help from a health professional. Um, do not suffer in silence and, and help is available. Um, to the health professionals who are dealing with the woman who's gone through the trauma, you know, to listen, to validate um, their symptoms and um, do not dismiss this as, you know, um, routine postpartum recovery. And to the specialists involved, um, I would like you to approach this problem through a multidisciplinary team with the physiotherapists, psychologists and the GP and perhaps the, the other specialists that are required and, and keeping the care centred to the woman. Thanks again for your time and for the insights you've provided. Thank you.